Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing into the power and the presence of God with you almost every day of the year. Come on, isn't God good? Listen, if you're in the region, South Florida, we have a church. It's called Awakening House of Prayer. It's also a house of prayer. We pray Monday nights. We pray Friday nights. We have prophecy rooms. We have healing rooms. We have church, two services on Sunday. Two different messages. It's getting good. It's getting better. God is good. Actually, our second service is a school. It's School of the Spirit at AwakeningHouseOfPrayer.com. So it's not your typical church. It's out there on the cutting edge. So God is good. Come on by. If you're in the region, 1047 a.m. School of the Spirit is at 1.30 p.m. We'll be glad, happy, thrilled, and honored to meet you in person. Amen. God is going to want to remind you that special discount code for all my mornings with the Holy Spirit listeners. It's mornings. That's all. You can go over to schoolofthespirit.tv and use the discount code mornings. That's all. Just easy, simple, one word, plural, mornings, and you get a discount on anything out there that would help and bless you in this season of your life. It's just for you. It's only for you. It's exclusive to you because I appreciate you and I love you. Many of you have been praying with me for eight years. Isn't that amazing? And here we are. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, listen, Loose Yourself from the Spirit of Infirmity. My, 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 my. Now, this might not apply to you right now. Maybe that spirit of infirmity has not latched itself onto you or somebody that you know. This will arm you and equip you and help you if that demon, if that sickness, that disease tries to get upon you. And we all know people right now that are sick, don't we? So let's pray. Here's what I heard the Lord say. The spirit of infirmity is sneaky. It will come to attack from time to time. 
bringing sickness and disease and strange ailments for which doctors can't find solid diagnoses and can't seem to cure, says the Lord. But I am the God who heals you and removes sickness from you. I am the one who paid the price for your complete healing so you can walk in divine health, says the Lord. I am the one who has the power to drive the spirit of infirmity away from you as you command it to loose you in Jesus' name. Come on now. I'm going to read it again. It's so good. The spirit of infirmity is sneaky. It will come to attack from time to time, bringing sickness and disease and strange ailments for which the doctors can't find solid diagnoses and can't seem to cure. You know why they can't find anything wrong with you? Because there's nothing wrong with you. It's a spirit. But I am the God who heals you and removes sickness from you. Come on, aren't you glad? I am the one who paid the price for your complete healing so you can walk in divine health. My, 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 my. I am the one who has the power to drive the spirit of infirmity away from you. Listen, as you command it to loose you in Jesus name, you command it. Holy Ghost power shows up to drive it out. You got it. You command it. You don't just sit there and say, well, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm just sick. I don't feel good. I'm t- no, no, no. No, 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 no. We're not going to feel sorry for ourselves. If sickness comes to our house, so we're going to rise up. We're going to fight it off. We are going to push it back. And as we use our words in warfare, Holy Ghost power comes to back us up. Yes. Amen. Exodus 23, 25, Psalm 91, verse 10, Psalm 103, verse 3 are the scripture references. Now the prayer starter and the decree who's ready. Keep talking to me out there. I want to see you. I want to hear you. Keep talking to me. Father, thank you for your healing power that works in me. Thank you for providing a way of escape from the spirit of infirmity by your blood. I decree the spirit of infirmity must flee from me now. I declare sickness and disease dies when it comes in contact with my body for his glory in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you for who you are. We lift up the name of Jesus today. We lift up the name of Jesus today. We lift up the name of Jesus today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for that name, that name that is above every other name. It's above the sickness. It's above the disease. It's above the infirmity. That name is above every other name. And we praise you. We praise that name. We lift up that name. We exalt that name. We magnify that name. We focus our attention on that name, the name of Jesus, Yeshua the bright and morning star, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon. You are the good God. You are the God of abundance, the God of healing, the God of all power, the God who lifts up our head, the God who loves our soul, the God who saved our soul, the God who died to pay the price for the salvation of our soul. We give you everything we have and everything we are. We thank you, Lord. We praise you this morning. Come on, keep praising me. We're going somewhere. We're breaking through something. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, God. We honor you, Father. 
Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence where we are, right here where we are. Thank you for your presence where we are, right here where we are. We thank you, God, that you are everywhere and you see everything. You see every demon plot and plan to spoil what you've told us, to negate it, to void it. I see that, Lord. I just saw in the spirit this big stamp. I said, listen to me. It was a demonic stamp and it said void. I said, the devil is a liar. I just saw this, you know, the rubber stamps with the, the big block around it and the big capital letters and it's red and it says void. And there's an assignment of the enemy to void your promises in this season. Oh, Jesus. I said, the enemy is plotting and planning to void your promises in this season. But, oh, I've got some good news for you today. Oh, don't you be afraid. Don't you be rattled. Don't let the devil see you sweat because there is no way he will succeed. Because the Bible says, my word, God said it, God said it, God said it. My word shall not return to me. Void, but it shall accomplish what I sent it to do. The Lord says, I am watching over my word to perform it. Oh, the Lord says, my word shall not return void. It shall not return empty. It shall not return unsuccessful. It shall not return like a boomerang without any success. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We cancel every assignment. I said, the devil is a liar. We cancel every assignment to void out the promise of God in our life. We stand on the word that no weapon formed against our promise shall prosper. Oh, but as God watches over his word to perform it, we will watch over your word, oh God, to perform it. We will cooperate with your grace, oh God, to perform it. We will do our part, God, to see it come to pass. We will pray it through to the end. We will re-prophesy what you've promised. We will meditate on your scriptures, on your holy word. We will renew our minds to the promise so that the devil's little foxes can't spoil our vibe. We will continue to confess your word. Jesus, you are the high priest of our confession. You watch over our confession. You watch over our words. We will speak the power of life over our life. We will not allow the enemy to put his words of death into our mouth. We will not be pressured to speak according to what we see. We will not be pressured to describe our circumstances with woe and fear and anxiety. We will not allow the enemy to one-up us. We will not fall for his schemes and his wiles. We will not fall for his plots and his plans. We will not speak anything over our lives other than the promise. I said, I cancel every assignment of the enemy to avoid your prophetic words. I cancel every assignment of the enemy to avoid the promise of God over your life. I take authority over these assignment, the assignment called void. I saw that, Lord. You know how when you make a mistake on a check and you void it out, you still write checks? You still write checks and maybe you wrote the wrong amount? right? And you write across it void. 
Well, the promise is like a check. God's promise over your life is like a check. He has, he has given you something you can bank on. God's word, his promise is something you can cash in. Do you understand what I'm saying? And God did not make a mistake in the check that he wrote you. God did not make a mistake with the promise that he wrote you. And the devil has no right to void it unless you get an agreement with him that is void. Father, we thank you that your promises are not empty. We thank you that your promises are not barren. Your word is alive and it will bear fruit in our lives. We thank you that we will not abandon your promises. We will not walk away frustrated. We will not grow weary. We will not be faint hearted, but we will stand on your word. It shall not return to you void. It cannot. It must not. It will not in Jesus name. We will not allow the enemy to nullify the promises of God in our lives. They are not meaningless. I thank you, Lord, that you never say anything without meaning. You are a meaningful God. You are an on-purpose God. You are an on-time God. Our promises will not be voided. They will not be fruitless. Your word will not render itself ineffective in our lives. It's impossible unless we agree with the enemy. And Father, if we have, if we've agreed with the enemy, if we have allowed the enemy to void your promise in our life because we spoke against the word, if we had evil hearts of unbelief like the spies who went in the promised land and 10 of them saw the fruit, 10 of them saw the, the land of milk and honey, 10 of them saw the blessing, 10 of them saw that what the Lord had promised was right before their eyes, but they chose to look at the giants and they chose to confess unbelief and inability father if we have been like that if we have looked through the wrong lens god would you adjust our lens god if we have not looked through the eyes of faith if our lens has become cloudy if our lens has become darkened if our lens has become blurry by all of the warfare by all of the circumstances by all of the issues of life god would you cleanse our lens hey <laughs> god would you cleanse our lens God, would you cleanse our lens? God, if our lens has become dim, if our lens has become biased, if our lens has become broken, shattered by past pain, would you cleanse our lens? Come on. The 10 spies went into the promised land and they saw the promise. They saw, yes, they saw the promise. The 12, all 12 of them saw the promise. These, these, these giants were carrying on their shoulders the grapes. They were huge. They saw that everything God promised them, the promised land that God promised them, the land flowing with milk and honey for their own possession, the land that he promised Abraham. They saw it with their own eyes, these 10 spies, but 10 of them saw it through the wrong lens. Only two saw it through the God lens. Only two saw it through the God lens. Only two came back and gave a good report. Only two came back and said, we are well able to possess the promise. Let me just tell you something. You are well able to possess the promise. You might have to cleanse your lens. You might have to cleanse your lens. If you keep seeing that the promise is not coming to pass, it's either the enemy is just delaying you 
or that you have delayed yourself by not coming into full faith and agreement with what God spoke. You might have to cleanse your lens. Come on, I can't get off that. That's a good word. I don't care where you're from. You got to cleanse your lens. Guess what happened? Even though the two believed, the 10 didn't. The majority had a wrong lens. The majority had a wrong perspective. They were anxious and they were afraid. They were looking at the giants instead of at the God who made the promise, who is bigger than the giants, who opposed them. And guess what happened? A generation died in the wilderness. If you hang out with people who have the wrong lens, you will find yourself sometimes in a wilderness place. If you hang out with people who don't have the God lens, but have some other lens, a biased lens, a, a fear lens, an anxiety lens, a depression lens, you will find yourself getting dragged down. Bad company corrupts good morals. Yes, is that what the Bible says? Bad companies corrupts good, bad company corrupts good morals. So Father, we will not allow the enemy to void our promise. You have made us great and precious promises. You are not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. Your promise is still true. Your word is still good. <laughs> Your word is alive. Your word cannot fail. We will not, we will not allow the enemy to cloud our lens. We will not allow fear and impatience and pride, depression, anxiety, we will not allow these things to cloud our lens. God, cleanse our lens. Cleanse our lens. Your word will not return void. Your word is viable. Your word is, will, will, will be fruitful in our life. It is not vain to serve the Lord. It is not vain to believe the Lord. Your word is not empty. Your word is not useless. Your word is not inoperative. Your word is not ineffectual. Quite the contrary. Your word is powerful. Your word is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Your word is forceful. <laughs> your word is fruitful. When we sow your word into our lives, we will always see the good fruit of your word. You sowed your word, actually, and we water the word. Catch this. God sows the word in our heart, yes? And then we water it, and then God brings the increase. So two-thirds two of the equation belong to him. In other words, God makes you a promise. He initiates. God makes you a promise. You'll be healed. God makes you a promise. You'll be married. God makes you a promise. You'll have children. God makes you a promise. Whatever it is he's promised you, there's promises in the Bible. I'm talking about the promises he made to your heart. He makes you a promise. He initiates that. We water the promise with our words, with our prayers, which are made up of what? Words. We water the promise with our words. And then he brings the increase. Remember what Paul said? One man sows, another waters, but God brings the increase. Well, in this case, God sows, we water, and God brings the increase. He does two-thirds of the work. All we really have to do is believe, and sometimes faith goes with works, right? Faith without works is dead. So we have a part to play, and we have some words to say. So if your promises have been delayed, we got to check our hearts, Come on, I'm trying to help you. We got to check our hearts. Are we hurt? Do we have 
uh, a different lens? What, 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 why don't we have the God lens? Why can't we see the way that God sees? He's trying to show us, but we don't see it. What's in the way? Is it fear? Is it unbelief? Is it doubt? What is it that's in the way? Why can't we see what God wants us to see? Why do we see a skewed perception? What has the enemy sown in our hearts that has over, overgrown what God sowed? Because the enemy sows too. The enemy sows lies, right? Into your heart, into your mind. He's trying to sow unbelief, right? And, uh, and unbelief chokes out the word. God, cleanse our lens. Cleanse our lens, God. Cleanse our lens. Help us, Lord. If we're not seeing rightly, help us to see what it is that we're not seeing rightly. <laughs> help us to see it, God. We need to see it, God, because your word doesn't return void. It can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. We will not void out your word in our life. It will not be empty. We're not going to throw out the promises just because they haven't come to pass yet. Come on. We're not throwing them out the window. We're not putting those prophecies on a shelf. No, 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 no. We're not giving up. Come on. We're going to discharge our weapons. <laughs> We're going to re-prophesy. We're going to speak life over your word because your word is life. Your word is truth. We're going to agree with your leadership. We're going to agree with your truth. We're going to just, just charge our weapons. Father, we thank you today for this revelation this suddenly revelation from a vision of the enemy's rubber stamp that says void. And we disarm him in Jesus' name. We strip him of whatever power he thinks he has in our life through the power of repentance right now. Forgive us, Lord, for giving up too soon on your personal promises over our life. Forgive us, Lord, for backing up and backing off the fight when you did not tell us to back up and back off. Forgive us, Lord, for laying down our weapons and allowing the enemy to use our own mouth as a weapon against us. Forgive us, Lord, for not keeping our eye on the prize, but for looking at the giants that were opposing our victory. Forgive us, Lord, for being like the two who came back with an evil heart of unbelief, an evil report, the two spies and I want to say this, those 10 that Moses sent, they were trusted leaders. Those 10 spies that Moses sent were trusted representatives of Israel. Moses trusted them to bring him back an accurate report. Do you understand this? Moses trusted these leaders. These leaders weren't just volunteers who randomly were assigned to go into the promised land to spy it out. These leaders were handpicked by Moses, and he trusted them. If he did not trust them, he would not have sent them. It was an important job. And yet these 10 leaders had the wrong lens. They had a bias, a bias of fear, a bias of unbelief. They had a bias. They saw it wrong, and only two saw it right. And I think that's a pretty good picture of what we see in the earth today. They say that 20% will always make 80% of the impact. It's called the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. 20% of the people will do 80% of the work. 20% of your efforts will produce 80% of the fruit. It's the remnant. And Joshua and Caleb represented the remnant. They were the 20% who came back with faith. And they were the two that had eventually would lead 
the Israelites into the promised land after a generation who could not believe passed away. So Father, help us, Lord. Cleanse our lens. Cleanse our lens. We don't want to be biased. Cleanse our lens. We don't want to be fearful. Cleanse our lens. Cleanse our lens. We don't want to be haughty and prideful, insisting that we're right when everything points to the fact that we are wrong, wrong, wrong. Cleanse our lens. We don't want to stand on the wrong side of God, facing a promise, facing an opportunity, facing a defeat. We don't want to be on the wrong side of God. God, cleanse our lens. 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 God is good. We give you praise and honor and glory, God, because you are good all the time. In Jesus' name, no more voids. Cleanse our lens. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's keep praying. The Lord showed me the scripture. It was last week. See, the Lord shows me things all the time. And uh, when he does, I do probably the same thing you do. I write them down. I know, I'm sure that's what you do. You know this. Because sometimes we'll forget what he said, won't we? Because we are running around in a lot of different directions. And I read the scripture in Isaiah. And I thought, my God. And I don't always pray through the things he shows me immediately. He'll tell me what to pray on each day. These are all directed by him. These broadcasts in terms of the themes they're all directed by him. So I was reading, listen, in Isaiah 35, verse 4. Isaiah 35, verse 4. And this is a prophecy from God. And he says this, listen, say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with, rec- with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. My God, what beautiful words. What beautiful words. I want to read that again out of another version because I'm going to pray and break all this anxiety and fear that so many people are experiencing. You might not be experiencing this right now, but I need you as mature uh, audience members to pray in the spirit for others. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uh, uncertainty in the earth right now on many levels in many nations. And I want us to stand together because when one of us is suffering, we are all suffering because we are a body and I love you. And I'm not battling anxiety or fear. But when I read that, I thought my beautiful listeners this morning, so many of them, I know they're dealing with all kinds of things. And I want to see them break through. So I want to read this out of the Passion Translation. Say to the anxious and fearful, be strong and never afraid. Look, here comes your God. He is breaking through to give you victory. He comes to avenge your enemies with divine retribution. He comes to save you. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're facing, whatever work of the enemy has manifested in your life, don't be anxious. Whatever you're watching on the news, don't be anxious. Don't be afraid. Whatever is happening at your job, maybe they're about to announce layoffs, whatever it is, don't be anxious. Don't be afraid. Don't do it. Don't give in to that. You don't have to. I know the thoughts come. I know the assignment is real. 
I know that it's tempting just to, ah, just to give up. But you're not going to do that because you are champions. You're not going to let go of what God said to you. You're not going to let go of the promise of provision. You're not going to let go of the promise of healing. You're not going to let go of the promise of reconciliation of your marriage. You're not going to let go. Jesus said, in this world, there will be tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And Isaiah 35 verse 4 in the contemporary uh, uh, English version says, cheer up. Don't be afraid. Your God is coming to punish your enemies. We're talking about demons here, not people. (laughs) God will take revenge on them and rescue you. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are on the throne, that you are in control, that you've made us great and precious promises, and we're not going to let go. We're going to believe you because when we believe you, we cannot be afraid. When we believe you, we will not be anxious. When we're standing in faith, fear cannot come nigh our dwelling or it could try, but it won't get in. Father, we thank you. That whatever's happening in whatever nation that you're listening to me, there's different problems in different nations. The media is pumping fear and all of these, you know, things and the virus and the economies and and all of these things that are happening and and all of the stuff going on in the Middle East and in Asia and in all these different regions of the world. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But we will not be afraid. We will not be anxious. So I break and bind the spirit of fear, the voice of fear that plagues your life in Jesus name. I speak to that voice of anxiety and I command it to shut up in Jesus name. Father, give us such a discernment that these very subtle voices would not find a way in our hearts through our ears, our souls, our spiritual ears, these vain imaginations. Would you help us, Lord, to recognize, to discern because these voices, sometimes they're so subtle. The voice of dread. I heard that too. The voice of dread, anxiety. It's so subtle sometimes, it's not always blatant. Sometimes it's so subtle and before we know it, the enemy has sown these seeds of anxiety and fear in our hearts. Father, I'm asking you, if the enemy has succeeded in sowing these seeds, would you uproot them by the power of your Holy Spirit? I decree anxiety has no place in our hearts. I decree fear has no place in our hearts. I decree dread has no place in our hearts. Father, I ask you to lose your perfect peace over us. You tell us in your word that if we'll keep our eyes upon you, that you will keep us in perfect peace. And so that is where we will put our eyes. We're not going to put our eyes on a virus. We're not going to put our eyes on an economy. We're not going to put our eyes on a political issue or event in the earth. We're not going to put our eyes on what country is building nuclear warheads. We're not going to put our eyes on all of these other things that the enemy wants us to so focus on to the point that we are afraid and paralyzed. Yes, we want to know what's going on in the world. You're not going to stick our head in the sand, but we're not going to meditate on these things to the point that we are paralyzed by fear. I break the powers of fear and anxiety over our lives. And I decree that these weapons of fear, anxiety, trauma, oh God, this trauma, so many over the last week have been traumatized over things we've seen happen in the earth. Lord told me back in April that the spirit of trauma had been loosed in the earth and you can see it, but we will not bow to it. God, I'm asking you to bring healing to our hearts where there's trauma. I'm asking you, Lord, to root out the seeds the enemy planted, fear, doubt, unbelief, 
These things that cause us to let go of your promise and let the devil just gain ground in our hearts. We become pessimistic. We become something other than what you've created us to be. You've told us to walk in love and we can't do that because of the fear, the fear, the fear has overtaken the love in our hearts in certain moments of time. We just lash out. We don't know why. It's because these other voices have gotten to us. These demon powers have gotten to us. We will not be distracted and we will not be destroyed. I thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Help us, Lord. God says, say to the anxious and fearful, be strong and never afraid. So, Father, thank you for your word. Your word tells us to be strong in you and the power of your might. That's what your word says. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Ephesians 6. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We cannot even be strong in and of ourselves. We are strong in you and the power of our might. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You are strengthening us even now. I thank you, Lord. I can feel the strength of the spirit. Come on. Oh, Father, release your strength. Strengthen us in our inner man. In Jesus' name. Come on. Father, strengthen us in our inner man in Jesus name oh father strengthen us in our inner man to stand against the fear to stand against the onslaught of the enemy to stand against the anxiety God said to say to the anxious and fearful be strong and never afraid so we will not fear for fear has torment we will not give the devil the satisfaction of tormenting us look here comes your God he is breaking through to give you victory He comes to avenge your enemies. With divine retribution, he comes to save you. So, Father, we thank you that you have saved us. We were saved, we are saved, and we're being saved. And we're so grateful for you this morning that we can lean our entire personality on you. All of our concerns and issues, the cares of this world, we can cast them on you. I like what Corey Ten Boom said one time. She said, if the care is not great enough, to pray about it's not great enough to carry so father we cast all of our cares upon you because we know you care for us in jesus name amen and amen god is good god is still on the throne we do a lot better right now in this hour to find the things that we have in common rather than focusing on our differences we do well right now to love one another standing for truth but love and truth are not mutually exclusive. Jesus, who was love, Bible says he was full of grace and truth. And many times in our society today, you see truth with no grace or you see grace with no truth. But Jesus, who was love, Bible says he was filled with grace and truth. Isn't that something? We can do the same. We can walk like he walked by the power of, of his spirit. We can do it. We can crucify the flesh. Paul said, it's not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. It's not easy. We can do it. The greatest of these is love. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Listen, anybody that wants to sow today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can also use the cash app, dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire, you can you can help the ministry by sowing this broadcast so that we can make a greater impact. See, I'm all about eternity. And I realize that whatever I do here 
impacts my eternity. So the more people I can reach with, with prayers that set them free and prayers that lead them to salvation and prayers that heal their bodies and release the power of God in their, in their vicinities, you know, that's the better off. I've made a greater impact. I'm all about impact. So one way you can really sow into the ministry is by sharing the broadcast. You can also sow into the ministry, of course, uh, the cash app, the text to give. Text to give is 754-701-2161. You can text the word pray. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. We have crossed the 250 prayer hub mark, Awakening Prayer Hubs. We have crossed that mark. The Lord told me 2021 will be a replay if we don't pray. And I need some of you to consider joining the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, either joining joining an existing hub or joining uh, a or starting your own hub. Awakeningprayerhubs.com is a prayer movement endorsed by major prayer leaders. God is good. All right, guys, I got to go. Love you. Hope to see you later. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.